much for joining me today. I'm Colleen Klimczak, organizational coach and certified professional organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter, a weekly accountability and productivity session through professional speaking, blogging, and podcasting. Want to finish strong with me this week? Join me for Finish Line Friday every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Central for a two-hour productivity session. Drop me an email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or follow the Zoom Room link on my Instagram or Facebook pages. This week we are on to episode 55. I can't believe it, but I'm so happy that we are all here together. Thanks so much for sticking with me. I ran into a friend of mine yesterday at Costco. If you live anywhere near me, you recognize that that is a pretty loaded statement. My Costco of choice is a solid 32-minute drive from my house, so one does not embark on this adventure lightly. Secondly, it was a Sunday in December, midday. I know, it seemed like a good idea at the time, but I was absolutely doubting my sanity as soon as I pulled into the parking lot. Of course, it was packed. It was crowded. It was so crowded, but everyone was surprisingly pleasant still. So that was kind of nice. And I ran into a friend of mine. We actually both parked on the very outskirts of the parking lot. And it cracks me up because we both drove half an hour from our town and we run into each other out there. So it was kind of funny. We discussed an upcoming event that we are both volunteering for, for our school district. Her much more than me. And she was kind enough to say to me, that she just doesn't know how I get it all done, considering all the things I'm involved in. And I marvel at her and her productivity in the same way. I do appreciate her, though, for seeing me in a positive light, as in look at all the different things you're involved in and the different ways you serve our community and that you get things done. Now, this particular person has said nice things to me like that before at other events. And so I always appreciate running into her because, again, she looks at me through kind eyes. Because I got to tell you, friends, I do not always feel like I've got it all together. And this is coming from a professional organizer and an organizational coach. Here's the deal. I say yes to a lot of things. I successfully manage many responsibilities. I do. And that is a source of pride, and it makes me happy to do those things. I absolutely love all the different organizations and activities and ministries that I'm involved in. And even when I don't, it's not that I don't love those groups. It's that there's too many tasks coming due in the same time period. And that is the truth. So I started writing a much different article for today about prioritization and focus areas and triaging the to-do list and starting the January list and all of that is still true. But early this morning, I scrapped that idea and shifted instead. Because what I want to do is answer my friend's question honestly when she asks, how do you get it all done? Because sometimes the short answer is, I don't. Sometimes I don't. And secondly, the answer after I don't always get things done is, the way I do get things done is by ruthlessly prioritizing. I've said yes to too many things, or I've said yes to many things, and it also means I can't say yes to other things. And I know that. 
So there are opportunities that might come my way that I have to say no to because I don't have the time or energy to dedicate to that task or responsibility to do it well. I'm not saying I don't have time and energy. I often have boundless energy most days um, and the same amount of time that any other person has, but because I have multiple responsibilities, I can't always say yes to new things. And that's frustrating for me. I know, and it might be frustrating for you too. But the other part of that is, especially this time of year, there's limits. There have to be limits and that's okay. And so how do we still get things done even in this busy time of year, and the answer is again, ruthless prioritization. This morning, I was applying the Eisenhower box to my to-do list. Remember that tool? I talked about it many episodes ago, actually very early on in my podcast. So go back and check that out if you need a refresher. The Eisenhower box helps us filter tasks through the important versus non-important and urgent versus non-urgent lenses. And today, I was actually doing it in reverse. So let me walk you through that one, right? So instead of starting with important and urgent items, what I looked at on my list was anything that I could get rid of immediately. (laughs) And I did. Um, Events that I don't have time or the inclination to attend this month. A simple no thank you is a complete and full sentence. Maybe I declare a moratorium on Facebook or Instagram scrolling scrolling for a few days. I guarantee you there are things, maybe habits in your day, uh, purposeful or not, or events that you can absolutely scrap completely and no one will notice or mind. So starting with deletion, okay? After we delete the clutter, let's look to delegate. On the Eisenhower box, delegate is for the items that are deemed urgent, meaning time-specific, but not necessarily an important item. Now, it's not saying that they're not important, but maybe it's not important that I'm the one to complete them. So let's look at that in terms of December, right? And the holidays. So consider what someone else could do for you, and by all means, let them do it. We are hosting Christmas for my family in Michigan on December 23rd, and I will be outsourcing many menu items. Unlike Thanksgiving for 20, I am not attached to making every menu item for scratch at all. I am fine with having someone help or outsourcing that to a catering company. As long as it can travel to Michigan with me, yes, I will place that order and I will be fine with that. Maybe if you have house-specific tasks, can you hire a service or barter for time or maybe rent a teenager or college student to help you out. Maybe it's a work-specific item that can be delegated. And I will be the first to admit, I am terrible at this one, but I am working on it. So we can ask the question, is there anyone else on the team with less on their plate that could pick up some of those tasks that you may not have time to do and that aren't necessarily important for you to do them, even though, yes, they still need done? So what is it that you could delegate? And again, we can look at that in terms of professional or personal, but is there anything that anybody else could do for you? Ask and send that task on its way. Now we are on to the important and important tasks. So next up is the defer step. And what I mean by that, that is an important item, but it's not urgent currently, which means it's not specified to a time. So what does that look like, right? So a few weeks back in an episode, I mentioned starting our January list. 
There are likely items on your task list that are important, but maybe they're not time specific yet. So in the interest of getting things done that must be done this month, let's look at what we can absolutely put off for a bit. For example, maybe there are routine doctor appointments that you need to take care of, but you don't need to take care of them in December. Maybe there are house projects, but those house projects aren't related to Christmas or the holidays. By all means, put those on the January list. Maybe you have non-related, non-holiday related errands. I was talking to a client this morning who wants to take a number of items to a textile recycling plant. That sounds great, but does that need to be happening right now? No. Could that wait until January? Yes. So that is one of those items that, yep, it's important, but because it's not time specific right now, it can be deferred until January when the schedule opens up a little. Me personally, I have a find a landscaper on my to-do list. And guess what? That does not need to happen until at least February. So what is it on your list that you could absolutely turf to January and beyond at this point? And now, after we have looked at what we can delete completely, delegate to somebody else, and maybe defer to later, hopefully we have a more manageable list on the actually important and urgent items that only we can accomplish. By clearing out clutter, that's what we've done by looking at delete, delegate, and defer. Now we're left with the things that we actually have to do and we can assign those to the time that we do have available and get those items done as well. That's what I was doing with my to-do list today and I hope that you find that as helpful as I did. Even just designating the tasks on my list for today and this week as do, defer, and delegate was super helpful to helping me imagine what my week was going to look like. And it actually gave me hope that I might get done the things that need to get done. And of course, I deleted the deletes immediately. That always feels pretty good too. If you'd like to explore topics like this and coaching for organizing and productivity, Drop me a line via email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com or message me through any of my social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Thanks so much, and I will talk to you next week.